Jesus. That's so. not English, Brian. It's German. <laughs> so what I told you is true. From a certain point of view. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to a certain point of view. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Hope everyone is doing great out there. If you're on the West Coast, hope you're staying safe. I'm sure it'll be brought up during a little intro here. Everyone's doing good on this side of the camera. Thank you guys so much. Uh, fun show planned tonight. We're not going to be uh, live next week as our two-week gap um, happens the week of Valentine's Day. So we're going to do a little Valentine's Day episode tonight. Talk about some cool um, movie couples, television couples, maybe acting combos. Um, also, it kind of sets up perfectly for what's happening on this Friday, which we'll get to here just a little bit. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the tragic passing of uh, one Carl Weathers, which completely shocked us all um, this last week. So, uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Hope everyone's doing great out there. Ladies, it's a three, three-man woman show tonight. Brian is off. He is off gallivanting with school basketball, I believe, is what he is doing. Um, Molly, how are you doing today? How, how's, how's computer life? How's Star Wars life? How's everything going? It's good. Computer life is, has been kind of hectic because my computer's been just crapping out on me. So I had to do some uh, much needed surgery on it to replace some things. I like the terms. Working, I like the terms. Yeah. It's, it's working okay so far. So fingers crossed it, it lasts for the stream. Uh, otherwise, though, I'm pretty good. I'd been dealing with like tendonitis in my shoulder, which is a big bummer. <laughs> Gross. And it just sucks. That's... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm having to try to take it easy on the workouts, which is boo. I've been do I've been going so well. And you have. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, you know, it's good to take a step back and mm-hmm. it's forcing me to do cardio is what it is, and I hate it. There you go. I see I do cardio every day. Forty five minutes. Thirty to forty-five minutes of cardio a day. I can still do squats, though. So that's that's cardio. There you go. So, okay, so I'm hearing two ends of the spectrum here. Molly, you hate cardio. Jill, you love cardio. I love so Jill, cardio. What is the one? What is the one thing you hate about working out? Then, like, what's what's your cardio as for Molly? Uh, legs, mm. squats. Yeah. Hate it. Hate right. it. Although I, I am on like legs. my cardio is like on the bike, but like. Yeah, any squats or anything like that, hate it. Not so you're bad. the definition of uh, don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. That's all I do is skip leg day. Got it. Got it. Okay. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. Be real buff what... up here, and then yeah, and then little tiny legs. <laughs> so Molly, what, what do you? What do you love? <laughs> That's brutal. What do you? What's your like? What's your go-to workout? What do you love? Um, I mean. Honestly, like shoulders and arm stuff, which is kind of killing me right now. It's the one thing you can do. (laughs) Yeah. It's because I've been doing too many shoulder days. Mm. And so I need to like dial it back a little bit anyways. But I did legs today. I don't mind leg day. It's just it it wipes me out. I'm just like spent for the rest of the day. So, But I get to eat more on leg day, which it's like a nice trade-on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> always goes back to food here on uh, POV, everybody. Uh, Jill, how you doing over there? We're, we're kind of in a similar situation. We're surviving the storm. Um, but how, how's everything else going on in the Sullivan household? It's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's raining, as you said. Uh, we're still trying to get our ceiling fixed from our pipe bursting last week. Yeah, nobody's no, nobody knows about that. Oh, hmm. yeah. So we when I was in Florida... Sean calls me and goes, so we got a leak. Uh, and I'm like, well, what Like, what do you mean we got a leak? Uh, so we had a pipe burst in our ceiling. Um, so they have to, they kind of fixed the main issue. But now our house smells like musty leak in our ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun. So uh, they have to, like, remove our entire ceiling. So we have to be out of the house for, like, five to six days. So... 
We're just trying to schedule all that and figure out all that fun stuff. So that's been fun. Uh, <laughs> Are they going to give you like new carpet and everything or was it they're gonna they're gonna deep clean our carpet so they already gave us new like uh uh, lining underneath the carpet so they already changed that out and they're when they're done with the ceiling they're gonna like deep clean the carpets um so that's been fun to deal with right after i got back from my weekend vacation uh yeah so that's fun we do have an engagement shoot that we're supposed to do on sunday though depending on how the rain is so, mm. but so so romantic. Oh, I know. Gross. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <clears throat> Gross. Wedding planning season. We Can't were talking wait. about. No, we were talking about like finally getting down colors today, and I'm like, because my main thing is trying to figure out. Because he's like, well, are you like th- specific things need to be specific colors? I'm like, no. The only thing I need a real specific color for is the bridal party. Everything else can be like a theme like have you have you narrowed it down at all i think so i think we have like the main palette um but we'll see (laughs) i like it i think so i'll run it i'll run it past the girls and get their opinion once i'm not like exhausted (laughs) it feels i mean i didn't do it that much that long ago but it it definitely feels like when you plan weddings you're a lot of the time you're saying yeah i think so i think i think that's what i want yeah Mm -hmm. you don't want to settle and then you want to make sure that like your partner is also good (laughs) with it and it helps to get like color swatches. We're in, probably going to do that in person, so you can just like put everything out, yeah. and look at it. I think that's the game plan. I think what we're going to do is get physical swatches of everything. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I'll send you I mean, some stuff. I mean, I, no, you don't. Have, you don't have. You don't. Have, oh, I'll happily. Okay. I mean, totally out your call. I'll happily walk <laughs> in that day and be like, "Oh, that's what she was talking about eight months ago." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, eight months. God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and think about this, Jill. Think about this. So I just said eight months, and you freaked out that you're getting married in eight months. We planned our wedding in ten months. Uh, that, see that? See that's what I keep telling myself though to make me feel better. I'm we like, did it in Jake, ten months. I know. I was like, if Jake could do everything in ten months, I can get like the details in eight. Hundred percent. I can 100% do it. You can. Yeah. Once it, once like you like once you start getting closer, like you'll start to get the flow of things. Like it, it'll yeah. it'll it'll be easy. It'll be easy. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, not much. Not much on this side. I've I've actually been a little sick over the last week. Um, it's kind of oh. been lingering. Oh no. Um, I've had a cough. I've had I've been stuffed up, phlegm like in the season. throat, like just the the whole yeah. thing. And luckily, Bo or Gabby hasn't gotten it. Um, but I told you guys earlier, Bo had his four month shots today. Oh uh, yeah, how do you do? He did. He did actually pretty good. Uh, I didn't go to his two month shots. Um, but Gabby said that he was. It's too much shot. He was just inconsolable, just completely Aww. just crying for ages and ages. And she had to feed him to make him calm down today. It was the same thing while he was getting poked and prodded. But uh, he calmed down for a little bit right after and then kind of started to whine again. So we put some food in his mouth to kind of calm him down some more. And then once he got in the car within like two minutes of him being in the car, Gabby said he fell asleep, which thank God. Oh, so, there you go. Um, oh, tuckered himself <clears throat> out. <laughs> yeah, so and the shots the shots are are going to do that naturally, but the only problem is he's now been asleep for uh-oh. An hour or so. Uh-oh, get ready for that early wake-up call. He that or he might be asleep all night long. Ooh. I don't know. Um cuz last week he fell asleep one of the days he fell asleep at 4:30 and didn't wake up until like 2 o'clock in the morning. Like he was wow. out. Um I want to sleep like that. That, that sounds wonderful. Same. Same. Sounds great. Um, but yeah, there there's a possibility that we could be up at nine o'clock with him. So we'll see. We'll Woo! See. Parenthood. Um, <laughs> as long as he's asleep right now while I'm on the show with Gabby in the house, I'm totally happy. So it Yay. works. Um, but yeah, so let, let's go ahead and get the the show moving a little bit. We have uh, I mentioned up top. We're gonna do a little Valentine's Day main topic later in the show. Uh, it revolves around our favorite movie and television couples. So. If you guys have any that you want to highlight uh, throughout there for us to discuss, mention, 
keep those in your back pocket for now. That won't happen until a little bit later in the show. Um, to start the show off, though, as we have been uh, over the last few weeks, we're going to start with Jill's new segment, uh, which is a new segment on the show where she goes over the news for the last couple of weeks. So, Jill, take it away. Hello. It's not going to be as organized organized as last time because I didn't like actually like type it out on a computer. So it's just in very short bullet points on my phone. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, the Oscars happened uh, while we were away. Believe it or not, mm. didn't they? Or did or did they happen before nominations. Uh, nominations? Nominations. Oscar Whatever. noms. See, I'm tired. <laughs> I didn't write these down. Oscar noms. Uh, and there was a lot of snubs. If you didn't hear the chaos over the internet when it was announced, uh, notably Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie were not nominated for Best Director or Best Actress for Barbie. But Ryan Gosling was nominated for Ken, which totally is the plot of barbie to a t it's like did you even watch the film it's the most ken thing that could it is the most ken thing (laughs) to happen and i literally just watched barbie for the first time yesterday and now i understand everything it all makes sense now it was very good i enjoyed it uh leo dicaprio and zach efron were also snubbed uh which i honestly feel kind of bad for zach because apparently that performance was like phenomenal um the Correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Uh, Conde Nast had a walkout. They're a union. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you're. I don't know if you're pronouncing it right, but yes, correct. I don't know either. I don't know what they are. I just. I think it's a. <clears throat> I think it's Conde Nast, but I. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know. They have a that walkout. The, I think they're doing. That was the, the one strike. with like variety and stuff, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and the one where Anne Hathaway was doing yes. an interview with them and found out yes. there was a walkout and she stopped the interview. So. She didn't even stop the interview. She did it in the makeup chair. She was getting ready for a photo shoot, and she got up and walked out. Yeah. Queen status right there. We love love us, Anne Hathaway. Love that. (laughs) Love that. Uh, Deadpool 3 has finished wrapping filming, uh, so that is exciting. We saw uh, some final shots from Ryan Reynolds and uh, Hugh Jackman uh, with the ending of Deadpool 3 being filmed. I'm really excited for that because it is now kind of officially in the MCU. So I'm excited how they're going to tie that into everything. Me too. Uh, me three. Uh, John Stewart is returning to host The Daily Show and everyone yeah. is freaking thrilled about it. I love me some John Stewart. Uh, if he was running for president, I'd vote for him in a second because he's great. I love him. Uh, the Grammys were last night. Uh, right. Some notable mentions. Uh, Miley Cyrus won her first Grammy Award, which was like insane to me. Get it, like, girl. I didn't, is that I really? Didn't really is that really a shocking it was her thing in the music? First, yeah, it was her first really? Grammy win. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. telling Gabby it, that I'm not surprised it's her first. Like song. Wrecking Ball didn't win. Is Wrecking like, Ball a Grammy song though? Like I think so. I think it really? would be up there. It was nominated. I, I think. I I don't know. I mean, she's got an incredible voice, and she's 100%. done so many albums by now that mm-hmm. you would think something she's done or worked on would have got at least nominated or won something but i'm yeah. sure she's gotten yeah. nominated for stuff but i i was happy for her me too yeah her the flowers is a great bop so good for her for winning mm-hmm. on that one uh beyonce also it's a great bop uh beyonce broke the record uh last night for most grammy wins by an artist ever uh that's one thing that does not surprise me because it is Beyonce. So, of course, she is the queen. She rules. Queen B. Uh, and Taylor Swift. Rocking a cowboy hat last night. Rocking a cowboy hat. A true <laughs> queen. Uh, Taylor Swift also won Best Album of the Year last night. And she announced uh, she's been working on a new album for the past two years, as if she hasn't been busy enough, uh, that will be releasing in the next two months. Uh, unlike Brian Avalosino, I was not waiting 45 minutes online on her website <laughs> last night to order it. Um, Molly has thoughts, clearly. Molly has a lot of thoughts. Just give it a rest. Take a break. (laughs) Give people... Take a nap, girl. Give the artists in the room a chance to do something. She loves making music. Come on That's fine. That's fine. I'm just like... like, (laughs) I I kept seeing videos of people's reactions at the Grammys when, like, she talked about it or, like, the announcement went out and they were like, (laughs) <laughs> they didn't, they could care less. <laughs> They're like, go to bed, girl. Hybrid. Go to bed, girl. She's she's <laughs> literally she's like Tom. She's go like sleep. the Tom Brady of music right now. They just want her. Literally, to they just she's want going to, to Japan. She's going to the Super Bowl, and then she's literally that like one math project. Like, if you're leaving, 
we're at like Las Vegas at 10 p.m. at night and you have a concert in Japan the next day. How fast is your flight? Like she's literally doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. go to bed, girl. Take take. A break. I've just been making um, memes of, of the name of the album. I saw that today. That's great. That's great. <laughs> um, I told the group today, uh, and I am getting my bingo spot warmed up <laughs> right now because. Princess Diana is smiling down from heaven because King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. He has been clawing to become king for so, so, so many years. He finally gets it. Boom. Cancer. Unfortunate. Sad. Uh, everyone look out. Are for you actually pos- sad, Jill? Am Are I actually, actually sad? sad? Uh, if you ask my mom, if you, if my mom is listening, yeah, I'm totally crushed that, <laughs> that the monarchy is failing. Yeah. No, horrible. No, I'm not sad at all. Sorry if that makes me a horrible person. Um, George, Car- the George Carlin estate has sued the creators of the AI-generated comedy special that uh, they have made an AI George Carlin for, which is wild to me that you think they would ask the estate if this was okay or not before literally doing an entire comedy special in AI. Yeah. I don't know. I think this happened People the day horrible. after we talked about it on our show. It did. Ago. Good yeah. timing. It sure yeah. did. Um, uh I, if you heard screaming uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was because Molly Damon found out that they are doing a reboot of uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series, <laughs> according to the producer Dolly Parton. Uh, so they've been working on that for ages. <laughs> it's not it's not supposed to be a reboot. It's supposed to be about someone in the same universe. There's like a lot of details about it, kind of like resurfacing ever since she mentioned it. But uh, yeah, I I hope it still happens. Do you want it to happen? You're you're like you'd be like looking forward to to it. Yeah, I I don't want to reboot. I want what was originally planned, which is just a new story set in the same universe, different Slayer. I think the biggest news is that Dolly Parton's a producer on that show. That's that's how I learned that she was a producer. I was like, this is how I'm learning this, and (laughs) I love that so much for her. That's crazy. As if we couldn't love Dolly even more, we find out that she is a producer for Buffy the Vampire. Which but. totally means she's a vampire, right? Like 100%. Oh, 100%. Looking that yeah. beautiful for like how long she's been on this earth. She's and definitely like, a vampire. We yeah. love that for her. Or whatever kind of monsters yeah. are in that world. In the best in the best way possible, Dolly. We're saying yeah. this all in the best way possible. <laughs> um, my favorite news of the past couple of weeks is that House of the Dragon star Millie Alcock has been cast as Supergirl I in the it. DCU. I love it. Love it. I loved her yeah. in House of the Dragon. I'm so yeah. excited to see more of her. I think she's going to be a really cool Supergirl. So I'm very curious to see how that turns out. But I love that casting. I adore it. And then my final bullet point, which Jake was very excited about. Uh, they might have discovered Amelia Earhart's plane. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the amount of conversations I've had about this since this has come out is wild. <laughs> wild. Cause like, cause like, you know, every couple years they'll be like, oh, we discovered new things about Amelia Earhart. Like, oh, there's some photos of her possibly alive on this like kind of mm-hmm, remote mm-hmm, island somewhere. Mm-hmm, so like every mm-hmm. couple years I hear about it and I'm just like, eh, whatever. But allegedly this, this is, is a like big deal. The biggest kind of evidence yeah. that they have. Like they did a scan, I guess, of the ocean floor and they found something that appears to be a like a single passenger plane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the water so we'll find out if we have finally uncovered the mystery yeah i mean it's it's Amelia probably going to be a while because i know that the so the guy who discovered it he was a um he was in the air force uh as a, i don't know if he was a pilot or something but he was in the air force uh and dealt with planes and uh, overseas and everything and then he once he got out of that he became like a realtor or something and he sold all of his real realtor assets and put all of his money into this project. Damn. Wow. I, I did a whole like like deep dive on this he, guy. Jake was, Jake um, was really into this. I, was, I, I love this type of stuff. Um, and it's funny because I got into a conversation. Very Indiana about, Jones. I Well, I got into a conversation about it with someone while Gabby was in the room. And she during the conversation, she goes, this is his Roman, Roman Empire. Uh, I was oh, like, my God, oh. for sure. Like, it totally makes sense. Accurate. But no, I mean, uh, it was 100 miles off the island that she was supposed to go to next. Like, not a direct line, but within a vicinity. And 100 miles off land obviously means that it's not the deepest part of the ocean. Like, it's not going to be the part of the ocean that you can't reach. Um, Mm -hmm. 
it's going to be a while until we find out because they have to go back. They have to dive. They have to do all this stuff because he found this. This footage was shot like last summer or something. And okay. he only broke into it. He only uh, like they only like looked into it in December. Oh. So it's like a long process of doing it. Um, but I told you guys, like, I will always forever believe that in some universe she escaped and lived the rest of her life off on an island somewhere. Mm, that's my head um, canon too. And that she, I, and that she survived, you know, yeah. like lived it her just, best I, life. Until they they show me like skeleton bones or something in that plane, Amelia Art. They're not. Gonna, that, those are not going to be in the plane anymore. I, I know. I'm just saying, they like long, you know, or or some some type of evidence. Mm -hmm. uh, I my, I believe that she survived and got off and and yeah. So could you imagine if one of us <clears throat> put that on our bingo card? Like they will find Bro. they'll find Amelia Earhart's plane. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Wow. Dang. Dang. I know. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. But we do. Um, might, we might have a death in the royal family, though. So we got that going. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. We might have one. Unfortunately, Sunday we might miss a complete one because Brian threw out a sports prediction that may possibly not come true. So mm. um, I want to go back just real quick. Uh, I want to talk about or not talk about. Just quickly mention Mill Millie Alcock. Mm -hmm. I. Love the choice so much. Um, we've only seen her in House of the Dragon, but she showed a very specific type of like ferocity in that show, in that role um, around so many big characters. And Supergirl, for those who don't know, obviously she's like Superman, but she is much more aggressive. Mm -hmm. Kind of much, not violent per se, but she just, she doesn't live by his rules like he does because she lived through everything that happened on Krypton and yeah. everything that she wasn't, on, she wasn't on earth as a baby. Yeah. So, like, yeah. and if they're telling specific stories that they're going to with her, like the stuff that she's going to go through is going to be crazy. And I love what James Gunn said is that he was watching house of the dragon and he said she would be a great Supergirl. and mm. fast forward. And here you go. And she is now Supergirl, which I love. I think the casting is perfect. perfect. She's violent because um, she has to live in the patriarchy now <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me yeah no wonder why she's so upset there i don't know go. anything about supergirl but i'm interested now yeah <laughs> fair enough fair enough um all right well uh before we get to our valentine's day topic we do have some somber news to cover uh we were all kind of floored last thursday as uh we saw on twitter that it was announced that uh carl weathers legendary actor who has been in so many big um, pop culture franchises, franchises in general, huge, huge name for years, uh, passed away on Tuesday. Um, his family said that it happened in his sleep, that he went peacefully. Uh, but I had no idea that this was even close to happening. Obviously, we've been seeing him for the last number of years in The Mandalorian, um, and nothing came of it, which I think for them to be able to keep it to themselves is pretty remarkable in this day and age that that type of stuff is you know possible. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very sad. I think it, unfortunately it's kind of like at this point where we're seeing these actors now who have lived their life start to pass on, which is so sad to think about. Um, you know, he, he was in Rocky for so many years as Apollo Creed. He was in predator. Um, he's been in a number of Adam Sandler projects um yeah it's it's very sad to think that we won't see him anymore and obviously we can talk about the Mandalorian stuff way later on on how that changes everything but um pretty pretty big bummer news pretty, pretty big bummer news yeah this I, like the shock that went through <clears throat> my body when i saw this i was like what like yeah. everybody was so floored by this news and it it just sucks because he seemed you know, we don't know exactly what was going on, if anything, but he was doing everything. He was acting, he was directing, he was writing yeah. and seemed like he was in great shape, you know, yeah. and even even now. Uh, how old was he? 76? 76, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And just seemed like he was in such good shape. Uh, and 76. You know, yeah, I didn't always, realize he was 76 because he seemed so sprightly yeah. and you know he always had the the attitude of like keeping up with the times and stuff too mm -hmm. which was so great and so this was really really shitty news to get 
Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. have a just off the top of your head? Like, I know that the Mandalorian is the most recent thing, but is there one thing that kind of comes to mind when you think of Carl Weathers? If you've had the, enough experience first, with him, the first movie and I think <clears throat> one of the only movies I ever saw with him was uh, Happy Gilmore. So that was Chubbs. My, Chubbs. Chubbs. My, uh, was my intro <clears throat> to Carl Weathers, which I think is a funny intro because everyone will be like Rocky or Predator. I'm like, nah, man. It was honestly, <laughs> I think I probably watched Happy Gilmore before I watched Rocky and Predator too. There you I, go. Yeah, I I'm sure I watched it because I Happy Gilmore was like a staple in our household. My dad loved it, and same. Um, yeah, I, I I'm sure I watched Rocky and Predator at some point, but. Just him as Chubbs is is like iconic. Mm-hmm. Him him and Adam Sandler together um, in that role are pretty iconic. And he was in a few other of the not so recognizable, not, not recognizable, not so good Adam Sandler movies that followed. Um, like he was in Eight Crazy Nights. He was in Little Nicky. Uh, but yeah, that that role on Happy Gilmore is so iconic. It'll, it'll yeah. always be remembered for sure. Sean's yeah. favorite was when he played himself in Arrested Development. That's yeah. what that was going to be. I I knew him from from Rocky Thunder <clears throat> also, but one of my favorite quotes of his is, "You got a stew going, baby." <laughs> Arrested <laughs> Development, and like that yeah. sticks into my mind every time I think of him, in, unless it's like Star Wars and Grief Cargo related. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah. talk about. An iconic Star Wars character. He yeah, came, when he came From into the that moment, role, the mm-hmm. moment he we saw him, yeah, he totally stole the show. And yeah. then when he became High Magistrate, Grief Carga, and he had with the his, droids holding the robots. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was kind of like you do whatever you want, man, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll be great at it. And he did so well and he was he was so invested into everything that was happening with not just his character but the whole like universe Mm -hmm. you know he clearly loved being a part of star wars um and he was like you said he's starting to direct you know helping out with the story obviously helping out with where his character goes i'll never be able to hear the term mando ever again without him saying it Mm -hmm. right he was he just mando he's that's what Mm -hmm. he said so um yeah, I mean, we can discuss the whole Mandalorian thing later on at a later date when it's more appropriate. But uh, it's it's going to be pretty unfortunate to not see his face in any capacity regarding Star Wars or anything else going forward. Yeah, yeah. We we just <clears throat> have been rewatching uh, some of the later episodes in Mando season three and the one where he puts Grogu in IG twelve oh. and he does the yes and no buttons and like. When he starts walking around uh, Grief's office, he, the way his face just lights up, it's almost like that's just him reacting yeah. to what yeah. he's saying. That's not yeah. acting. That's just that's what everyone's reaction was to that yeah. feed. Yeah. It's, it's just it's so pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Definitely a shock. Definitely a shock. Yeah. I think it was Ash Crossan tweeted an uh, inter- a brief interview that she had with Dave Filoni on the red carpet for the Saturn Awards where he spoke mm. very briefly about his passing and just said some kind words about how much he'll be missed. And so you can, I think that's on her Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, there's no easy way to kind of switch, switch topics from that. Um, we're going to go ahead and get into our main topic for the night. Uh, and talk about our Valentine's Day favorite movie and TV couples. Um, we're kind of just going to have an open discussion. Like I said up top on the show, if you guys have any names that you want mentioned uh, to be talked about, if you have a question about them, let us know. Uh, but we're kind of just going to hang out, maybe when, mention one by one, go through our lists because we've all kind of made lists and have them in our head I on the couples that we want to highlight. Well, maybe there's one that <laughs> pops in your head. You probably have it in your head. So um, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure a couple will come from you. So, uh, no, not go to Jill first. Do not go <laughs> yeah. to Jill first. So, uh, Molly, I'll actually let you start us off here. Um, if there's a couple that you would like to, to bring up for us to discuss or uh, talk about, who is uh, who's your, one of your favorite couples? Um, so, I have a bunch of TV couples, a uh, couple of movie couples, but the first one 
and maybe the best one in my opinion for me and maybe you might like this too jake cory and tabanga oh they're on my list uh, oh. <laughs> there you go yep yes the there ultimate kid couple 100 percent. i mean iconic i mean it was childhood like i don't i'd have to go back and look at the exact age of everything but they were they were like lining up with me as a kid as far as age mm-hmm. um and i i mean the amount of times that i've watched boy meets world as a kid but also as an adult is pretty absurd i didn't uh, watch it until i was an adult and oh. i still feel the same way as people yeah. who watched it growing up i'm like that show is timeless. <laughs> yeah, it 100% is. Topanga is 100% my first ever crush, no doubt. Um, just seeing how her and Corey kind of like went through like true life struggles together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were we were talking about how there's not really, it doesn't really feel like a lot of shows today present couples in the fashion that a lot of older shows or movies do. Like they're not as important, and Corey and Topanga is a prime example. I cannot think of a current show on TV or the last couple of years that has come to anything close of what Corey and Topanga was like on screen for seven yeah. seasons. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's that's part of it too. Is like not only did we get to see them grow up together, we got seven seasons of yeah. that show. So they were just mm-hmm. that's uh, honestly a lot of my picks are because we got so many episodes to kind of grow with these couples and learn yeah. more about them and love them. Yeah. And that definitely helps. Yeah. Now I just want to go watch more boy meets world. <laughs> well, they they do, they do a rewatch podcast. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's yeah. up on my TikTok, which is kind of cool. Um, I followed them on Instagram when they first started it, but I've actually never listened to the podcast and I need to fix that. I've seen a few clips here and there. Um, Topanga, Danielle Fisher had mentioned how she had a crush on Ryder Strong while they were filming, right. which I thought was really Cute. funny. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you have not seen Boy Meets World, highly recommend. Pod highly, World. highly that's, recommend. That's the name of the podcast. These whole rewatch podcasts, by the way, just side note, such clever names that they come up with. Yeah. And such clever names that they come up with. Um, I'm going to stick with the TV stuff. And I only had two TV down. So, and that one, Corinne Topanga was one of them. And I'm going to go to another one that also has a rewatch podcast, but I'm going to do Clark and Lois from Smallville. Um, another show that was near and dear to me for a very long time. It had 10 seasons over 10 years. I was like eight years old when the first season aired, um, you know, and Clark is a freshman in high school. So it's, it's close. And, uh, but Lois didn't show up until season four and they didn't get together until about season six or seven, maybe. Um, but we got to see their relationship kind of fleshed out through a number of seasons. And, you know, the Clark and Lois relationship is so important to uh, obviously pop culture and the Superman storyline. But um, it's like one of the top relationships that you think of when you think of like movie stuff. Clark and Lois, you know, you have Peter and Mary Jane. You have all these kind of iconic um, couples that you can mention. But to me, and this might just be because it was on TV, uh this one was by far the best. I think that they just had such great chemistry together. Uh, they just went through so much stuff together. And we didn't, we saw them as friends for a very long period of time before we saw them actually get together, which always works out better. Mm-hmm. It always works out better in every capacity. So, um, yeah, Smallville, Clark and Lois, as my laundry goes off. So, <laughs> I would, so laundry. As a honorable mention, I think the Clark and Lois from the original Superman movie is Mm. like very good. It's a pretty short movie, but I mean, really it's, it's Margot Kidder and Christopher Reed, like their Mm -hmm. natural chemistry on screen is so good. For sure. For sure. Uh, All right, Jill, do you have, you have a couple that I do. I have, I'll continue with the TV one and I have, I guess more of a recent one. Uh, Maybe spoilers. Uh, this was one of Sean and I's uh, uh, quarantine binges, uh, but uh, The Good Place. Uh, mm, I still have not seen that. Uh, well, it's really uh-oh. good. And should I I've not heard it's really good. Who mine is? No, go ahead. It's, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I don't know if, if I'll ever be able to get to it. If, so the okay. people, if, if people have seen it, they'll know who you're talking they'll about. Know. But uh, that that couple, <laughs> I, I love. Because they... 
no matter how many times they have to repeat everything, they always find each other yeah. at the end of it. It's freaking precious. Very sweet. They're very cute. Now I'm intrigued in what you're talking about. Oh, it's so good. I introduced it to my mom and she loved it. It's great. She loves Ted Dancing. <laughs> how can you not? How can you not love Ted Dancing? Did she watch Cheers? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> then it's it was ingrained in her then. Yep. 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 She's like, oh my god, Ted Dancing. Yes, I'll watch this show. <laughs> Just for Ted Dancing. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that I have at the top of my head. No, it's okay. Re- Keep t- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I have a really dumb one. Uh, I have, which was my Roman Empire when I oh, was God. a child. Uh, oh, but God. Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable. Oh, no, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Them finally getting together at yes. the end of the show was Iconic. like the highlight of my life. 100%. 100%. Uh, finally. Thank you. Yeah. Thank agreed you. literally 100 literally agreed. finally yeah okay, see you agree. that was like that took forever it took like, literally took the entire show ever <laughs> they they added another season so you could actually see them in a relationship <laughs> they're so cute love them molly have you ever seen kim possible no molly oh my god <laughs> i've had yeah. people tell me that i should cosplay as her though yeah you, you should make a great you should on on the same page of like animated shows though, uh, Harley Quinn mm. and, and Ivy. Ivy, yes, classic. Yes, always. I need to catch up on that show. I do. Too. I haven't watched that show. Oh, it's so good. Maybe it's I'll, hilarious. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it's I've kind heard of. It's great. I mean, it's like really dirty, but it's hilarious. In the best I've heard it's great for a long time. I just never got around to watching it. It's so good. Um, Molly, you got another one. Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, let's see. I'll go to a movie one next. Most people will assume I'm going to say Han and Leia. That's They're up there, yes, but uh, I'm not going to talk Star Wars. I'm going to say Elizabeth and Will from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a great Oh, that's a, that's great, a great, one. great pick. One great. of the many couples in movie history who have sparked many bisexual i was gonna i was literally about to say that was my bisexual awakening was freaking across the world jack sparrow and elizabeth swan so many sexual awakenings happening because of them she was another one of my of my crushes i love love her yeah, love not love the character, but I love the act. Keir Knightley. I love Keir Knightley a lot too. So. I saw that movie seven <clears throat> times in the theaters. Oh, which, like I've never that seen was, a movie that many times in the theater when it was out. That was my obsession. Same when that came out. I was obsessed with Pirates posters on the wall. Girl, same. Oh my god, all of it. Uh, <laughs> everything. Yeah, it's a good choice. That's a really good choice. That's and because their relationship is definitely one of the ones that's been tested so much. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's it's all through the performances because you think of like oh a Pirates of the Caribbean romance but no like a Pirates of the Caribbean romance like it yeah it they works a pirate ship like during a fight scene yeah it's swashbuckling for sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love that yeah one of the mo- probably the most chaotic marriage uh, or wedding of all time right like <laughs> Barbosa marry lit- us literally falling now? into the middle of the sea like just and getting hitched i love it i'm busy at the moment I love it. <laughs> um i'm gonna go to a fun one you know what's funny is i was doing this list and i came to realize that a lot of my favorite couples aren't from romance or romantic comics they're not that's fair they're from that's, yeah, that's fair. a lot of other genres out there uh and this is one of them i'm gonna go with john and jane from mr and mrs smith Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Controversial. I know it is. Because they ruined it marriages. How dare you? I know it is. But <laughs> when I'm talking about the movie itself, um, I love the way the, the dynamic between those two. You know, whatever may have happened afterwards during filming, the dynamic uh, that they had on screen as those characters and the way the story plays out is so brilliant. I love that movie so much. It's also relevant right now just because the show just currently came out on Prime Video. Um, but I just, I love that movie so much. And it's a, a large part is because of their performances. And they were both in the heyday, obviously, of they were like two of the biggest, if not the biggest stars on the planet at the time um, coming together to do this movie. And at points they hate each other, at points they love each other. And it's just a really fun time. And so I got to include John and Jane on there. 
they have a, a very chaotic <clears throat> chemistry on screen, but mm-hmm. it, it's like it, it's like you can't look away. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. I haven't yeah. rewatched that movie in a long time. I just rewatched it because of the show. I wanted to kind of refresh myself because I've heard the show is vastly different on how they get together. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to do a quick rewatch and before I watch the show. But yeah, John. Uh, yeah. Reefism, real quick, has a great one. Antonio Banderas and oh. Captain Zeta Jones and Zorro. That is great. Those that movies really are so good and so yeah. underrated. The oh, first yeah. one is pretty brilliant. It's pretty brilliant. I like the second one a lot too, but the first one is like, yeah, it's so good. Um, I have a, I have a controversial <clears throat> one since Jake said a controversial one. More controversial because they are um, related, but uh, Damon and Rhaenyra Targaryen. Oh, from House. The of characters Dragon. themselves. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The characters themselves. Which when <laughs> when they like when they were all staring at each other sensually on the dance floor when she was like barely eighteen, I was like, "This is weird. I don't like this. I don't like that the Targaryens always bang like their brothers and sisters and their uncles. Like it's weird." Hey, we can include the other Targaryens too of John and Daenerys. And John and Daenerys, yeah. But then like, I definitely ship these two. I think they're freaking cute. Like, yes, it's weird, but that's what the Targaryens do, and I love them because Daemon would do anything for his queen. Damn it. <laughs> Good for him. D train D train follows it up Jamie and Cersei. No, yeah. terrible. Hate it. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say Jamie and uh uh what's Brianna her name? Tarth? Yeah, Brienne. Mm. And oh, then yeah. But they never Ruin. got together. Like but, but they loved each other. His crush of on course. her was so cute. Ruined. And her crush on him was so cute. <laughs> and they ruined it so he could get back with his god awful twin sister. Gross. Mm. Well, thank you for bringing um, siblings banging each other into the program, Joe. You're welcome. Thanks, House of the Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We did get a super chat, and Dean the Machine, I love you for mentioning this. Thank you so much. Uh, He mentions Joy and Kate from from Blade Runner 2049, which is Anna de Armas and Ryan Gosling's characters in Blade Runner 2049, Mm. um, which is a very interesting pick just because she is a hologram. And, Ooh. you know, and he's uh, a cybernetic being um, and they kind of just have this love for each other. Um, and it's a fantastic relationship. It really is a really good relationship. So thank you for mentioning that, Dean. Appreciate it. Interesting. I'm trying to think uh, of another. Uh, the only <clears throat> other controversial one that I had thought of, and it's kind of controversial, not really, but. Indy and Marion because of the age gap oh. and the line that she has of like I was a child and you, and it was wrong and you knew it Ugh. but if we're going back to that time period of whatever yeah. and like when yeah. the movie was made it's it they their chemistry on screen is great who's to say she wasn't 17 or 18 huh yeah I uh, sure but <laughs> age gap sure. is sure <laughs> makes things kind of awkward but if you say we'll so. we'll ignore it if this was like an official list i would have i would have mentioned them just like you would have mentioned han and leia probably yeah if we just weren't having more of an open discussion but yeah i mean w- when you push that to the side and you think mm-hmm. of everything that hell's that happened to raiders then you think of everything else that happened in the other two movies it's it's a really good relationship so yeah um i click quickly wanted to bring up maddie's comment because he said, uh, Ragnar and Lagatha, Jake knows what I'm talking about. He's talking about Vikings. I had to mention Uh-oh. it. Thank you, Maddie. Appreciate it. Great relationship. And it 100% deserves to be mentioned. For sure. Nice. All hail Ragnar. Um, <laughs> do we have any others? I, I have do. a couple. We'll go I got ahead, a couple Jill. more that I'm thinking of. Uh, Glenn and Maggie from The Walking Dead mm, is up there for me. What a tragic ending, too. I know. It's got to be the most tragic. It's got to be the most tragic ending to a relationship ever, right? It's got to be. It's up there. It's it's definitely up there. And it's what's worse is I knew it was going to happen because it was in the comics and it was still the worst thing I ever saw in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I think uh, everybody at that point knew that was happening. Like everybody. Yeah. Well, no, because they kind of did a bait and switch because he went after somebody else first. Negan yeah. was like, I'm going to go after you. And then Negan was like, yeah. no, I'm not done. And as soon and as he said, no, I'm not episode. done. I went, dang it. Yeah. I, 
I think they, if I remember correctly, they killed someone and then they ended the episode with him killing someone else, but it was a POV, like a so, video game shot. So- the season ends with the POV of the first yes. person. Or it was like a mid season finale or something. Something like that. Yeah. And they had and like then... a two month break and they yeah. kept everybody like on their toes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they kept everyone on their toes and then they come back from the break and this one person dies and everyone's kind of relieved because they're like, oh, good. It's not Glenn. Yeah. And then <clears throat> just kidding. So. Yeah. 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 People are mentioning uh, Rick and Michonne as well. Just keeping up with The Walking Rick Dead. Michonne. They're very cute. You can go Daryl and Carol. If you really they are not a couple. <laughs> well, I mean, they're as close as you can be. They are not a couple. I'll fight. I'll fight people who say they are. They are not. <laughs> uh, but I was going to, I'm glad someone put this in here. A uh, super chat from Dean the Machine. Uh, Bill and Frank from The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. They made us love them so quickly yeah. in one episode. I know. We saw the the beginning, the middle, and the end of a beautiful friendship and yeah. relationship, and it was so moving. What do you guys think about everyone online freaking out that they're not in some way bringing Bill and Frank back? Have you guys seen that? How would they bring them back? They're that's what oh, because well. Nick Offerman was like asked or something was said, and apparently mm-hmm. people online are. Saying that they want them to bring them back, and people some are selfish. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that episode is a gift. Just leave it. I be. know. Just yeah. Know. I'm like, why would you touch? So-? Like, it's like how they did a Toy Story four after Toy Story three. It's like, why would you end something that had such a perfect ending? Like, why would you mm-hmm. continue it? No, their ending was perfect. It was beautiful. Leave them alone, dude. It's mm-hmm. so crazy yeah. that you brought up Toy Story. So we were in the doctor's why? office earlier, and. <laughs> The the pediatric rooms are always themed, and this was and Bo's room today was themed Toy Story. And I had the thought in my head that the first Toy Story came out when I was like one years old, two years old. Ninety-five. So so three years old. There's gonna be a Toy Story five when Bo is one, two, three. Aww. The franchise is still freaking going that long. That's <laughs> wild. That's crazy. Yeah. It's timeless. It's wild. But I agree, it should have ended after three. But even though I love four, it should have ended after three. Four is fine, <laughs> but it kind of, anyway, that's a whole other show. Topic. You're fine, Jill. You're fine. <laughs> that's a whole other um, show. All right, some more super chats or uh, messages here we have. This one's from Andy, one of our members. Thank you, Andy. My faves, Albert and Armand. Yes. <clears throat> yes. I've never seen Good the Birdcage. Weren't you there with uh, us when we watched it with the watch along? Nope. Oh. Yeah, haven't so seen Birdcage. It's a great movie. Uh, Lloyd and your forger spy times family. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Could be wrong. Uh, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv. Fre- oh, Fresh Aww. Prince. That's so good. That's good a one. great one. And then Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec, which I'm sure. Yeah, that was on my list too, <clears throat> for sure. Love them. Um, and then we have another one here from Calm Like a Bomb. Thank you, Calm. Kanan and Hera. Absolutely. Oh. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. Another heartbreaking ending to that one. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, all right. I have another one here I want to mention. Um, I'm just going to go super pop culture. Actually, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to go to a movie that I love uh, that plays into uh, actors kind of recreating romances in different movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Sebastian and Mia from La La Land, which is Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously they did uh i'm forgetting the name of the other movie they did with steve carell and julianne moore and then they also did um oh my god they did three movies where they had a romance together i'm, I'm blanking on the other two Jeez. Uh, Hold on. So forgetting both of them i'm sure the chat will blow me up but that's okay so um find it for you yeah i i love la la land like crazy a lot love crazy with love Yes, crazy, crazy stupid crazy, love, crazy, crazy stupid love. love, and then they did another one as well that I cannot remember. Gangster um, Squad. I don't think it was Gangster Squad, but uh, no, I they were in Gangster Squad together. You're right. <laughs> I forgot that they were in there together. Um, anyway, I love not just this movie, but I think the romance is. It's one of the more like real looks at romance uh, on screen that we've seen. And, you know, they have professions, obviously, like she is a dancer and an actress where he's a musician trying to make it in Los Angeles. That's obviously different, but they don't end up together in the end. Um, 
and uh, they decide to go their separate ways um, kind of mutually in a way uh, mm-hmm. and they respect each other for it. And that last scene of like that last glance at each other where he has his club finally and, you know, she has her life with with a family. Um, it's just it's a really, really good look at what romance is like, even at the most tragic parts of it. So, yeah, I'll go with Sebastian and Mia for Ball Man. That's a good one. Nice little fling. <clears throat> I have a random movie one. Uh, I'm going to do uh, Jenna and Matt from 13 Going on 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. That's I like love fun. that. Thank you. Because <laughs> he are... loved her like his entire life. And then they, it's cute. so cute. These are the most Jill answers. Jill answers. <laughs> I have. I'm trying not to say any Disney films. So why not? Why not? I, no, because that's just too on brand. You could say one. Say one. How about you uh, say then one? it would be Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Obviously. There you go. Uh, <laughs> obviously. I love that. Uh, I've got another TV one. Um, Adama and Laura Roslin from Battlestar. Mmm. Good one. That's one that we kind of get to see develop. Over yeah, time. over time for sure, and because they kind of butt heads at first, and then they're kind of stuck working together, and then they are friends, and then they're more than friends, and it's one of those that kind of creeps up on people. But once it happens, you're like, oh, thank God! Yeah, <laughs> it's like a very subtle, it's like a very subtle love too. You know, where you kind of like you're in this desperate situation where there's not, and you mentioned they kind of butt heads, or where there's not very many options available. Mm-hmm. But you come to appreciate someone over time through the things that you go through, and they clearly go through a lot. So, yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a good one. It's so sweet, and like a lot of the um, their theme song together. I forget what did they call it, but it's so so. Good. And that ending, oh, that ending with the two of them. <laughs> I don't oh, want to talk about the ending. It's so brutal. <laughs> Another tragic ending. Yeah, but their love story will live on forever. Pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Pam and Jim from The Office. Classic. I had them written down too. It's hard to not include them. It's like in especially in the early seasons, like everyone in the world yeah. who was watching that show was rooting for them. But then like mm-hmm. in the later seasons, I was kind of like, whatever. <laughs> got bored. I don't care about yeah. them anymore. <laughs> yeah, they got a little boring. Yeah. A couple here in the chat that I'll just highlight. Let's see. Um, Robbie and Julia from The Wedding Singer. Okay. That's cute. Uh, Jim and Michelle from American Pie. They went through (laughs) a lot of up and down. That's for sure. Uh, Vivian and Edward from Pretty Woman. Okay. Uh, Rocky and Adrian, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. There's a Disney throw out. Yes, they're they're great. Um... Uh, Al and Peg Bundy. There's Ooh, yeah. one. Oh. George have, and Lisa um, from Seinfeld as well. Um, I have uh, Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter. I, that's on my list as well. Mm-hmm. That is the definition of a timeless romance. Yeah. Yep. There's not very many men who would give up the life that Steve Rogers has in current day to go back to 19... 19- 40 whatever he needed that dance woman. jake he needed, he needed that, that woman dance. hey if that he woman that, was he needed a lot more than a dance but well yes but <laughs> <laughs> if that woman was Haley atwell i'd go back in time too so i think all of us would to be fair yeah <laughs> yeah that's hey good for him good for uh, him. i've got another one from tv captain holt and kevin from brooklyn brooklyn 99 if you watch that show oh i have not seen it it was so cute <laughs> I got to meet the actor who plays Kevin, and I cannot remember his name for the life of me right now, but he's super nice. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Let's see. Um, It's like Jackson something. Something Jackson. Plays Kevin. Where is Kevin at? Oh, my God. Where is Kevin at? How far (laughs) down is Kevin? (laughs) He's not in it much. Why don't you just? Oh, then he's Kevin. he's gonna be way Mark, down. Mark on Mark Evan list. Jackson, that's his okay. name. Okay, thank you, Chad. He was also in The Good Place. Hmm. Oh, I love The Good Place. 
Um, another super chat here from Dean the Machine. Thank you. Uh, Liz Lemon and Wesley Sipes from 30 Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Did you That's guys good. watch 30 Rock? I, I haven't seen the whole Rock. thing. I watched uh, some. Yeah. It's funny, but it does not age well. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. that bad? It's uh, just the comedy of it is very of its time. And I, mm. some of it might age well, but most of it I think doesn't really. Uh, Big G here mentions Zach and Kelly from Saved by the Bell. Another childhood one. Yeah, My cousin produced that show. Fun fact. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Nice. Um, I like this one. Star Wars Uplink, Mando and Cobb Van. Of yep. course. Yep. It's my OTP right there. Mando and Cobb Van. <laughs> <laughs> they will be together one day. <laughs> um, I have just two more that I have on my list here that I have not mentioned yet. Uh, I obviously have Harry and Sally from When Harry Met Sally. Uh, very cool. Um, oh, I have one. Way that that was kind of told, uh, which... Fun fact for everybody here who is watching, because you're special. We're going to be doing a POV watches on When Harry Met Sally, because someone on the four of us has not seen it. So uh, we'll be doing that for February. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I'll just quickly mention uh, Pat and Tiffany from Silver Linings Playbook, which was Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. That's Um, a good one. I love, love that movie. I think, obviously, they're the reason why. So I had another one. I forget. Uh, the last one on my list was Willow and Tara and Buffy. They were one of the first le- lesbian couples to be portrayed on television. Mm-hmm. So yay for them. Woo. And I, I will not talk about how their relationship ended because it is too sad. <laughs> but if you know, Clearly you Clearly know. not good. Still Jill, did you it. remember yours? I, I forgot. I was very excited about it. And then I was looking at the chat and went, Ooh, I like that one too. Ooh, I like that one too. And then I forgot about what mine was. Um, yeah. Another one here. Uh, Shrek and Fiona from Leo. Thank you, Leo. And he says, Rachel and Nick from crazy rich Asians. That was I up love there for pick. me too. That's a really good pick. I like that one. Um, Maddie Gunner has Ewan McGregor. Oh, there's another Nicole heartbreaking Kidman one in Moulin Rouge. I was there's obsessed with that movie for there's another heartbreaker, a good solid amount of time. But for a while, like I just wouldn't watch the end of the movie. I would just stop it and walk away. <laughs> like no, I don't need the rest of this. I don't know if I've ever seen Moulin Rouge. If I'm being honest, <gasps> wow, it is weird but fun. Mm-hmm. It's a musical, right? Correct. Yes. I'm just looking through the list to see if we missed any major ones. Um, oh, Forrest, Forrest and Jenny from Forrest Gump. Oh, I don't like them. Jenny. Really? Interesting. I think Jenny's kind of trash. Oh, hot take. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't think that's Manny a very hot take, actually. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Sandy and Danny from uh, Greece. Eh, mm, really? I don't like either of them as Damn. people. I love Greece. I was just t- telling Alex about this. I love Greece. I, I don't love them as a couple. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, this one will win everybody over. Ellie and Carl from Up. Oh, that one's too no. sad. I don't want to so think about it. How many sad, heartbreaking ends of relationships? Life isn't fair, okay, guys? Uh. And now I'm trying to think um, of what I forgot. Oh, here's one that, here's one that hasn't uh, been mentioned, which, thank God, maybe I should just not mention it, but Edward and Bella. <laughs> Yeah, I left them out because I was like, I don't want to open oh. that can of worms. <laughs> I remember now because books. Um, and I liked this couple better in the book than in the movie. But Hermione Granger and Wanda. I knew you were going to say that. Is I up knew there for you were going to say that. Yeah, that's book. When I was reading those books, that was also like my Roman Empire because I was <laughs> waiting for it for so long. And then it mm. finally happened. So so it's, is it so it's better in the books? Well, because any of the relationships in the books are so much more fleshed out. So, like, Harry and Ginny, Tonks and Lupin, Ron and Hermione, all their relationships are so much more fleshed out. So, you see, like, the little, like, seeds that are planted, like, throughout the series. And it's, like, it's just so much better in the books. Like, they plant little seeds in the movies for Ron and Hermione. They don't do anything with <laughs> Harry and Ginny. They just kind of throw that <laughs> yeah. at you in the movies. Uh, but the books are just so much better. Interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I never, I never read the books, so I'm not sure. Oh, the books are so much better than the movies. Um. All right. Well, any final ones before we start to wrap up, ladies? Anything that comes to mind? I'm looking through the chat. Nothing that's too crazy. There's a couple in here um, that I could mention. Uh, Dean the Machine throws in two more super chats, actually. So let me get to these real quick. Uh, Jadzia, Dax, and Worf from DS9. Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine. Okay. Thank you. I don't know what that is, but I am sure it's very popular. (laughs) It's a good one. Um, And then Dean the Machine also sews out Adrian in a car in the movie Titan. Have, wait, what is that? Did I why a that? car? I need to know the story of why. Yeah, me too. Me, what? What? Why? Why a car? Why? Oh, I was told that I would like this movie, and I haven't seen it yet. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. It's a. I need to know. Uh, horror psychological drama. Oh. oh okay, now I'm good. Oh, um, I'm sold. I'm in. I want to know why she's in love with this car. <laughs> Or is the car in love with her? Who knows? Mm. Ooh, and Andy, Andy has a great one to kind of finish out the show here. Stanley Tucci, Tucci and Patricia Clarkson as the oh, parents yeah. in Easy A. They make That's that good. movie. 100%. Like, That's so good. much better. That's a very, very be everyone's good parents in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for Stanley Tucci to be uh, a dad in every movie. He's oh. he's great. Do you see like when he does TikToks where he'll like yep. make a drink or make yep. pizza or pasta yeah. or something? Yeah, his we'll dinner go drink, nuts yeah. over it. <laughs> um, I just want to get your guys' quick thoughts on this one because I saw this on every list that I researched uh, earlier for the show, but everyone was mentioning um, Katniss and Peta. I almost said Katniss and Peta. It was okay. up there for me. Okay. Uh, because Peter is a precious baby boy and I love him. But... <laughs> Better in the books or the movies? Ooh. Mm. I, I don't like Book Katniss at all. Okay. I think okay. Book Katniss is awful. She's terrible. not very likable in the books, she honestly. She's not likable in the books. No. So I'm going to, th- this is like the one instance where I'm going to say I think the movies okay. are better right. than the books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not like. Like, if she died in the Hunger Games, I would not have cared. Like, I did not like Book Katniss. <laughs> All right. I liked her for PETA's sake. <laughs> I was gotcha. like, you stay alive for PETA, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any any final ones that we need to mention, or are we good? Did you put uh, Jack and what's-her-face from Titanic? And Rose on the, on the Rose. Yeah. That's a good that one, is, yeah. I guess. That movie's so long, I guess you kind of fall in love with them after a while. I will say, that is the only one that makes me cry. I cannot watch Aww. that last scene on the boat where they like are reunited without crying. doesn't matter if I start the movie from the beginning or five minutes before that scene. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. I am crying. I think, I think it's because it's the whole... Uh, he's such a poor man compared to she's such a rich woman. <laughs> Right, like, and then it's that relationship of they're locked on a boat, and it's just like it, again, it's kind of like this romance where this timeless romance is just like once, like one chance, zero zero point zero zero one percent chance of it actually happening, and it happens. And then there's like very iconic scenes between them in the movies where she's coming down the staircase and he's looking at her, mm-hmm. or they're in the car with the foggy windows, or he's painting her. Like, there's just a lot of things. That happen between the two of them that make it like oh yeah like that's one of the good romances mm-hmm. i agree with curtis though there was enough room on that 100 oh, yeah, the there was enough on room door. on that she could yeah, that, that, door. that door was huge yeah. they could turns come on turns he could have laid on top of her like <laughs> there was room on that door 100 percent. and apparently they um, didn't like scientific studies to be like no there wasn't I don't believe you. There was room on that. Yeah. They would have. wasn't that he was. He was a small child back then. He could have. Yeah, they, they would have figured it out. They would have <clears throat> yeah. been fine. They didn't try hard. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's a great way to end a great spot to finish out the show for this uh, this weekend next week. Uh, but before we start doing our plugs, I did just want to mention real quick that we have a fun little thing happening this Friday. Damn right. We uh, do our February edition of happy hour which has always been the newlywed game since the show has been started is not the newlywed game anymore, but the not so newlywed game. Um, And it will be uh, the Damons and the Sullivans taking on some of their best friends uh, in a grudge match for, I believe you both won once, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> and then it's all up to Zach and his wife on whether or not they come out victorious to, to yeah. keep the wins. Brandon, uh, Zach, there, who so. <clears throat> might know Zach from Blunderdome, if you watched them when they were doing that. He's basically Sean. It. He's basically Atlanta <laughs> Sean. He's basically Zach. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be fun. It's going to it's gonna happen this Friday, 6 o'clock Pacific, I believe, is the time that we're setting. Correct. Um, signature drink to follow uh, soon in the next couple of days. And Brian will be hosting. He's writing the questions for this. Um, TBD on whether or not I'm there just because I have a four month old at home. So <laughs> he can watch. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go ahead and do some quick plugs and talk about the Patreon real quick and then we'll head out of here. Molly, where can everyone find you online? You can find me at Molly Damon on Twitter, <clears throat> Molly Mander on Instagram, and talking Star Wars over on Star Wars Explained. We're gonna be a great new setup. Yeah, we're we're still playing around with the the new setup for the Q and A's, but we we have a, a new background, new setup for the Saturday Q&A videos, and we're going to be covering all things Bad Batch here pretty soon. Oh, my and God. And 800,000 so followers. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, congratulations, 800K. Yeah, we hit 800K on YouTube, which was pretty exciting. A milli within the year. Let's go. <laughs> Grab 200,000 of your closest friends and have them subscribe to Star Wars Explained. Yeah. A couple of years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I can't believe the Bad Batch is like almost here. I know. Crazy. Uh, Jill, what about you? Where can everyone find you? Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me over on Rookies and Rule Books. Uh, we did just film session seven this weekend. So as soon as Sean gets that edited, that will hopefully be up this week. Uh, so yeah. Uh, POV wise, uh, we are at certain POV crew all over social media. So, uh, we have X, Instagram, TikTok. We're uploading a lot of clips from the shows now, which has been a lot of fun to do. We're getting a lot of good feedback from those. Patreon wise, um, we have a couple things coming out this month. We are doing a watch along at towards the end of the month, which the movies will be picked uh, here in just a few weeks. Our Q and A uh, thread is up on Patreon for those who can ask questions. If you want to ask questions, because the Q and A's go public at the end of each month, uh, five dollars and up in the tier. You can ask any questions you want. Um, the theme this month is underrated and overrated. And it can be anything underrated or overrated. So very curious on the questions that you guys asked for that. And then we are bringing back bar trivia uh, for the first time in 2024. And it is on the Planet of the Apes trilogy, the recent one, um, which has been dubbed Caesar's trilogy. So uh, that'll be Rise, Dawn, and War for Planet of the Apes. That's what we'll be testing our patrons on. Um, myself, at Qui-Gon Jake. All over social media, two ends because someone else took it before I did. And then we will be back uh, live for this show in two weeks. But again, happy hour will be this Friday and we'll be sprinkling in some other videos between then. So again, to everyone who's been watching, uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for the super chats. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye.